Hey, my name is Kelsey, and this is When I Grow Up, a podcast all about the lessons we would tell our younger selves, plus the stories of everyday people in their extraordinary lives. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you get inspired and ready to take on the world. Whether you're starting a business, growing your empire, or seeking inspiration, I welcome you to the podcast. So pour a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and get ready for today's episode of When I Grow Up. You guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we're talking money, honey. Tune in for tips, resources, advice, things I wish I knew all around money. If you have money, this one's for you. (laughs) Okay, this is inspired by old Kelsey, who was afraid to check her bank account, overdrafted a couple times, and quite honestly, didn't quite know how to manage finances very well. And I say all of this because I want you to understand where I came from. I I preach all the time about living debt-free. I preach how I was able to scale my business to six figures and pay off debt while supporting my boyfriend through school. And while all that stuff is fine and dandy and, you know, stuff I'm super proud of, I was not always like that. And I think it's important to say that out loud because you may relate. So today we're going to talk about money. I have five tips, five takeaways I would love for you to apply to your life. We're going to jump right in. Grab that pen and paper, you guys. We're going to talk about money. So point number one is this. Before you download the financial apps, before you start collecting envelopes of cash, please stop and start here. Set a clear goal. Set a goal because if we're aimlessly shooting for, you know, we want we we want to feel financially stable, air quotes here. We want to pay off debt. We want to pay down our loans. We want to have a cushion. We don't know what those things mean. And if we're starting from ground zero, which is here, and we don't quite know where we're going, it's going to be very difficult to know A, when we've arrived, and B, how to get there. So point number one, start with a clear goal. Goals can look like this. Either you want to achieve something financially within a time frame. I want to buy a house by 2023. Great. Or you want to achieve a dollar amount. I would like to pay off all of my loans. I would like to save $2,000 in my account. Be crystal clear. And I think, I think this is very important. I think it's really crucial to start with one goal. Because it's very hard to do a little bit of everything. It's a lot easier to start with one thing and we can always add to the mix. So number one, start with a clear goal and then write it down. (laughs) Whether it's a sticky note or a note app in your phone. Or maybe if your goal is to buy a house in 2023, maybe you put that event in your calendar for 2023. So write it down. Find that accountability. That's how we make goals happen. You know I love goals. You know I love action and not just inspiration. (laughs) So start there. Now, once we have our goal, for example's sake, let's say our goal is to pay off debt and say we owe $5,000. Okay, that's our goal. Point number two, advice number two, is to audit your now. Because now we know where we're going, we have to know where we're starting from. And I think what often happens with money especially is people just don't look at it because it's easier to 
pretend and lie to yourself that ignorance is bliss. But if you're trying to change your current situation, what got you to this point isn't going to get you to where you would like to go. So if our goal is debt-free land, we need to make some changes. And to make some changes, we need to know what changes to make. So audit your now. Here's what I mean by that. I want you to dump out all the pieces. Say you have credit card bills and you also are putting away X amount for retirement and you have cash under the mattress and you are a business owner. Dump out all those pieces and really get a clear picture on your financial situation today. Business owners, say you are a service business and you have different invoices that come through at different times. I don't want you to think about, oh, yeah, I have that sale. That'll come through in three weeks, yada, yada. No. Look at today's money. Go from there. So dump out all of your current situation. And another thing while you're doing this process that I find super important, audit your subscriptions. Audit your your automatic payments. Do they line up? Are you part of a winery you haven't been to in six months? Are you paying for Netflix and you haven't even used it because your TV is broken and your boyfriend keeps saying he's going to fix it? And he... <laughs> yes, I'm talking to me here. <laughs> you know, really audit what you're paying for and ask yourself if the things that you're investing in align with this goal. While you're doing this exercise, you may see there's some things that you're paying for that sure you like. But if they keep you from achieving that goal you laid out, number one, maybe you pause them for a while. That's okay. That is totally okay. That's why we're auditing. So audit it. This is something I look at every month. I find that cadence works well for me. I do it business and personal, and I spend a whole day about it. It doesn't take me all day, but I have like the mentality of I'm going to sit down and tackle my finances for the month. Every single month, I have a day where that is the hat I wear. So I encourage you to do the same, but I digress. <laughs> so once we've set that clear goal and you've audited, audited your business situation, your personal situation, what bills you owe, what credit cards you owe, the, I want you to also look at the rates. What interest rates are you paying? I think oftentimes people don't pay attention to that. What fees are you paying? Do you have credit cards with fees with them? When do those come out? Really start to map out that clear picture and that will be very helpful. Another kind of side thing here that I find helpful, if you're on the brink of making a big decision, buying a house, selling your business, quitting your nine to five to go full-time in your business, if you're at that brink, look at your bills for the coming year, month by month. So say you have a business, when does your website bill come due? When do you pay for your accountant? When do you pay for your business coach, those things, when, if you start to plug them in, oh, you know, March is actually a pretty expensive month for me. It helps to ensure that you are budgeting for that. When I made the decision to close my salon to go full-time into coaching, this provided so much peace and clarity. So I encourage you to do the same here. Lay out for the month those bigger, bigger expenses so you're not blindsided when they come up. Or maybe you have a monthly thing that you pay for and you can't cancel, but you don't want to renew, this will also tell you when that that process happens. Moving on. Number three. Now that we've laid out the goal, we've done the audit. Maybe we did the audit for the upcoming year. We planned for the year. List out your priorities because I know that sounds counterintuitive to point one, but hear me out here. List out your priorities. 
Because what often happens is we set that financial goal of paying off our $5,000 of debt, but then we have a mortgage and we have an emergency pet bill and we have our student loans we're still tackling. Make that clear list of priorities so when those big decisions come up, you know what aligns with your goal and what doesn't. Because you're going to be kind of tackling all these different things at one time. So say your goal is to pay off debt. Maybe within this list of priorities, you do like a minimum maximum. Bare minimum, I'm going to pay $50 towards my debt and I'm not going to add to the the debt. Okay, great. So if you have a good month, you can pay $100. If you have a not so good month, you at least can budget. You already know you've ran the numbers, you've done your audit, you know you can afford the $50. So start to build out that list of priorities and it will help keep you on track as unexpected things come up. And remember, making this financial goal come true is gonna help you in the long run anyway. So even though that may mean, you know, saying no to a trip to Mexico with your friends, at least your long-term big picture goal will allow you to go to Mexico anytime that you want. You can see how You may be investing in future you during this current chapter, and that's okay. As long as you have those priorities listed out, you'll feel confident when you're making those decisions. And speaking of decisions, Kelsey, what if if I'm looking at your academy and I want to be a part of it? What if I want my computer slow and I want to buy a new computer, but my goal, again, is to not go into debt more or to pay off debt? Step number four Create a process for decision-making around big purchases. You can see how it kind of ties into number three, but really map out a game plan, maybe a checklist that exists, maybe a list of questions you ask yourself, but it'll help keep you on track. And there are times where maybe an investment today may actually help you towards your long-term goal. But if you're just shooting from the hip, if you're just making quick decisions out of emotion and excitement, sometimes even fear, we may not know if that's actually lining up with our goal. So some questions that I think are really important to ask during this step four, during this process for purchase here, does this help future me? So with the computer situations, maybe you're an online business and your computer is failing and your financial goal in step one was to pay off debt, but your computer is literally failing. Okay, If I need a working computer to do my job, I can't do my job if I don't have a computer, I need my job to pay towards my goal, then I'm going to buy a new computer. And then maybe from that, you are like, okay, I'm going to book X number of clients. I'm going to really push my marketing. You can see how by having this goal, having this process for purchasing allows you to stay on track, even if you may take a little bit of a detour, but it will at least bring you back to the same destination that you're aiming for. Another question to ask yourself, does this purchase align with my goals? Maybe one of your goals is to grow your business. Maybe you are aiming to hit six figures for the first time and you've tried free stuff. You've done the podcasts, you've read the books, you have done the free downloads, you've done even some courses and it's just not working. And you're like, I just need a coach. I need some accountability and guidance. Maybe investing in a coach can help you get there. And again, revisit that goal. How do you get back on there? So if you invest in yourself, obviously financially, that's going to take some away upfront or monthly, however you're paying. 
but what are some things you can do to keep you on track to that goal? Maybe you're cutting away other parts of your spending. Maybe you are making a personal goal to sol- to close more sales. You can see how this is fluid and this game plan around money can grow and evolve with you. And I think that's what's key because oftentimes we set goals and then we forget or we don't set goals and we're just loosely aiming for quote unquote financial freedom, whatever that means, <laughs> without a game plan. So I encourage you, make this game plan. Allow the space for flexibility because it'll happen. Things will come. Things will change. Maybe this amazing retreat lands in your lap. You get invited to it and it it's going to be a pretty big investment and it may take away from money today. But if you have this process for purchase, you'll know quickly whether or not to hit yes, to click buy, to click accept or whatever. All right, number five, back into the money saddle. I want you to separate your business and your personal finances. I know, I know it seems super vulnerable. Kelsey, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay my business bills. But Kelsey, that's how I pay for my office space that I rent. But that's how I pay for my team of people that work for me. Well, here's the truth. You actually may be hurting yourself in the long run. Here's the analogy I love to use. If you have all day to clean your house, you will take all day. If you have 45 minutes notice that your friends are coming over, you will officially clean the pieces that matter. You will neglect the rest because you literally don't have the time. And guess what? It'll be just fine. So if you apply that to your business, here's what that means. If you check your bank account and your business and personal is just lumped into one. First of all, your accountant and my accountant are probably having a heart attack. (laughs) Secondly, it will appear you have more money to spend than you do. And there's something magical that happens when you have that pressure, that motivation to be more efficient with your finances, it means if you want to spend more, you have to make more. And if you want to make more, you get to sell more. And if you get to sell more, then you know that's where to focus your time and energy. It's that simple. I know that doesn't sound very sexy. I know that's not exciting, but that's the truth. So by separating out your business and your personal expenses, it's going to give a very crystal clear picture of what's happening in your business. If you want your business to be a hobby, have it be a hobby, but don't rob from your personal finances to run your business and then wonder why your business isn't growing. So first step is to separate those things. And then I think it's important to rinse and repeat and apply steps one through four for both of them. So for personal, set those goals, run that audit of your expenses personally, list out your priorities, see if those line up. Create that process for purchase, even personally. Maybe maybe your car's paid off. Congratulations. And you're getting that itch to buy a new one. If you map out a process for purchase without your th- thinking of the car, if you're, just in general, if I want to make a big purchase, I'm going to have this these questions I ask myself. It's just going to give you the confidence and process you need to be confident in those decisions. Because sometimes, again, you get shiny object syndrome and then you make purchases you regret or you say no to things you should have said yes to. This just gives you some clarity around that. And same for pers- for your business. Run the same four steps through your business. Set that clear goal. Audit your now. Audit your business expenses. Audit maybe taxes come around and you're every year scrambling to pay for them. Maybe one of your business goals is to start to save money each month for taxes. Maybe 
you list out your priorities and you realize, wow, I am great at prioritizing my business. I am terrible at prioritizing my personal life. By separating these two pieces out and rerunning through steps one through four, you'll see that and you'll find that balance. Because guess what? We're humans. We're flawed. We don't know what we don't know. And this will just give you some confidence and some processes to go through to help you achieve your goals. And guess what? Once you achieve it, this is a very important step. This is probably the most important step. I want you to stop and celebrate. And this is something that I've struggled with too, but I want you to be proud of yourself. If your goal is to pay off debt and you do it, pause, celebrate, go out to that fancy dinner, buy yourself that those shoes that you've been wanting, that painting you've been wanting. Celebrate, relish in it. And then guess what? Set a new goal. Because if we are just aimlessly shooting, we don't know where we're going and we don't know why and we'll never get there because we don't know where there is. So I encourage you to apply steps one through five plus six, which is celebrate, which is my favorite one. (laughs) I encourage you to take action on these. I would love to hear what you have to say. If you're listening to this episode and you have a business and you have just some questions around business and money management, more, you know, taxes, profit, that kind of stuff, I would love for you to check out my academy, kelseymarieknutson.com slash grow dash academy. We'll have it in the show notes for you. That's the exact kind of system we love teaching in there. But ultimately, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I encourage you to go tackle your money situation, personal and business, and I cannot wait to catch you guys at the next episode. And that's a wrap. Thank you for hanging out on this week's episode of When I Grow Up with your host, Kelsey, aka me. As always, I love what I do, and it's because of you. Be sure to check out the website, kelseymarieknutson.com slash podcast for today's show notes. And don't forget to leave a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That's all for now. Catch you next time on When I Grow Up.